I'm resting my microphone on my Mischief magazine because I'm a fan of the devil. Oh. Yeah. Hey, speaking of the devil, that little ass X music video. <laughs> yeah, they, they they made the uh the shoe. That's what I'm saying. Mischief made the, the oh, devil they did? shoe. Oh, that's yeah. funny. That's and they're funny. getting sued by Nike, so that's fun. They're gonna they're gonna beat the case, don't worry. Yeah. Catholic parents have accomplished their exact goal with their reaction to the little Nas X video by turning into the most talked about music video of the week. Yeah. <laughs> and potentially that, of the year. <laughs> that's literally Good job, guys. Someone sent me a meme about it and I was like <laughs> I don't get the meme. And I watched the video like a couple days, like a day later. And I was like, Jesus Christ. <laughs> it is intense. I'll, I'll certainly it's say that. Pretty, I mean, it's it's pretty cool. And I like the cool. song, too. The song's, the song's pretty, so good. <laughs> the song's pretty good. I was watching it with Carson and, you know, he's a big music guy. And he was like, wouldn't it be crazy if 10 years from now, like we were like, yeah, he was the one. Like, he was <laughs> our David Bowie. Like I was, he was. <laughs> I've been saying I love Lil Nas X. And every he's time so I say funny. that. People Everyone make fun keeps of me. calling you gay. <laughs> really? No. But it's well, like, he's, he's gay. Yeah, him. he is. Yeah. In case no, you didn't I, watch the music the, video. Yeah, the whole point <laughs> of the music video is people have been saying like, oh, you're gay. You're going to hell. So the whole point of the music video is it's like, OK, I'm going to send myself to hell. I'm and, the baddest bitch yeah. in hell. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And then like people got mad at him for that. I don't know. I think it's a cool video. Why are we talking about it on uh, Bad Ideas? Because that seemed like a pretty good one. You're right. We should probably get this episode started. Disco is forever, baby. I'm Bradley Miller. And I'm Hank Farr. And this is No Good Ideas. This is the podcast where we talk about all sorts of horrible ideas throughout history. From PR disasters to horrible leadership decisions, we're going to cover it all. And maybe, you know, uh, toss toss a couple records here and there along the way. So speaking of records. I just want to say I did that from memory. Just yeah, for the I did too. Actually, yeah, I did now, too. You did? Oh, sweet. All right. We don't have yeah. to look at that stupid document ever again. Thank goodness. Yeah. But well, speaking of records, we now have a, a guest who has appeared for a record number of times on this show. Oh. I think. Right? Yeah, we haven't had a guest multiple times, have we? We haven't had someone come back, let alone come back the next time we have a guest. Give it up for Jackson Fryer. Thank you, guys. Thank you. <laughs> I clap for myself. It's an audio podcast. There wasn't anyone else clapping for me. Yeah, I I'll, clap for I'll, myself. I'll edit in uh, More <laughs> applause. <laughs> so I'm going to edit in right now. <laughs> Shrieking, yeah. There is a pandemonium going on right now. <laughs> there is a record, too, and we are finding out why we don't have uh, people back on the show. It's because <laughs> yeah, you can't be on the show twice. That's bad luck. Um, but no... Uh, you know, so we what quiz do you what quiz do you have for me today? We don't have a quiz. That's why I wanted to have you on again so you could be on for a normal episode. But just like the last time we had you on, people just responded so well to the episode, and by so well, I mean it's one of our least listened to episodes that we've had so far. Fuck you! No way. <laughs> Sorry. I guess I was a bad Garbage. idea. I guess I, that's why I gotta keep coming back. Then again, a, it I, is one of our most recent episodes, so it makes the most sense. I had um, a blast. Listen yeah, it, to the Charlie Brown quiz episode. Yeah, go yeah. back a couple weeks, everyone. It was that's honest. It's my favorite episode that we've done so far. Um, can I can I introduce myself? Because like I don't know, you guys had your own intro. I just want to say too. I'm Jackson Fryer. I'm the guy from that uh, TikTok with the Charlie Brown's fat hog. <laughs> Uh, I'm, I'm that guy. I'm yeah. The, well, that's Hank's line too. Is the funny thing. <laughs> you just co-opted it. I just bogarted your bit, bro. We're gonna do about it. I'm gonna have to kick you off. Sorry, you're not a part of this anymore. You can't do that to me. It's like the Skype. Not cool. 
<laughs> now, you, you, you probably know Jackson from that TikTok with like what 600 views now. You're going viral. Yeah. Yeah. It's nothing. Nothing. Can't wait to get doxxed. <laughs> Can't wait to get swatted. You know, that's what happens on TikTok. You know, once you get enough, once you get big enough, that's the things you have to start worrying about. They, they say you get swatted twice, once on the way up and once on the way down. You know, you get. <laughs> yeah. You, you might as well start on the way up. You know what I mean? It's great yeah. to be back. Anyway, so. You're here. Uh, this is the topic we're going to be talking about today is one that you actually mentioned to me and I mm-hmm. already had it on the list. And that's why that's another reason why we had wanted to have you on again uh, so we can talk about it. Um, kind of related to a previous topic we've talked about. We're talking about Disco Demolition Night. Disco Demolition. Sorry. All right. We, theme song uh, planned. That is what we're going to be doing every time we say Disco Demolition Night. Jackson. <laughs> yep. I'll give, you a clean, I'll give you a clean audio <laughs> file. One sec. All right. Yeah. <laughs> Hank, Hank you, 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 you spoke over him and we have to do oh. it one more time. Okay. Jackson, uh, totally clean. <laughs> How long do you want this to be? <laughs> as long as you want it. This is a. Okay. <laughs> Disco Demolition. All right. So now. <laughs> I do like that you told me that I spoke over him, even though he will be sending you an audio file that is his own voice completely separate from all of ours. And it's, he did not he, he did that do just it another time. He did that for my self-esteem. He yeah. was just like, <laughs> no, Jackson had something to say. Yeah. Let the loser talk. That's our podcast name. Let the losers talk. <laughs> I didn't know. I didn't know we were doing conservative news. Oh, <laughs> oh, oh my God, oh, man! Oh, with I'm the Millie hot Rocket. Takes. You can't even see it in the podcast. I'm Millie Rocket because Jackson's just—you're so good with the topical humor. You know, you really know how to just give it to them. What's a fungible currency? I don't know. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> Anywho, uh, back on topic. Uh, so we're talking about Disco Demolition Night, and it's kind of related to a another topic we've talked about in the past. Tencent Beer Night. This is another promotional event night for a baseball team. And if you remember uh, Tencent Beer Night, if you haven't listened to that episode, spoiler alert, it didn't end well. Ended in a riot. (laughs) Uh, And uh, because all they had was just Tencent Beer. Apparently that'll do it to you. Get you get you as drunk as regular price of beer. I'll tell you that much. Yeah, exactly. You know, <laughs> beer, is beer. Mm-hmm. <laughs> beer is beer. Beer is beer, especially when it's uh, only a dime. But uh, the thing is, by the way, we received a fan correction for that episode. Oh, um, let's in that episode, I said something about how oh he said that it was that the riot was like a zoo, and I said what kind of zoo has uh like stuff go on like that where the animals. Get out of their cage and riots and whatnot. And um, one of Bradley's friend reached out to him and said, and just sent a picture of Harambe. <laughs> I I totally that joke was right in front of us. Who? And, Sorry, I only do topical humor. <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, that's a burn. Oh man. Oh, oh Millie Rocket again. Oh, kick him while he's down. Anyway, uh, but. Uh, so we'd like to accept your your correction. Uh, what was what was her name again? I saw that that text a while ago. Oh, I think that was uh, Rosalie. That was her name. Rosalie. Okay, Rosalie. Thank yeah. you so much for your correction. I accept your uh, point that I, I horribly missed a fantastic job opportunity, and you are funnier than me. 
Yeah. Uh, please replace me now. Yeah, uh, and now I will edit in Rosalie instead of Hank. <laughs> she, she, she will re-record every single thing I say in this podcast, and you will put it in its place. Yeah, that she's a great really voice good, actor. Actually. Yeah, that would be a good bit. Anywho. Uh, Just get the file back, oh. and it's She's really good at impressions. I make fun, and I'm stupid. She can do that one. She can do it now. She can yeah. <laughs> that was a really good Rosalie doing impression of Hank Farr impression. That was really good. Well, I haven't even met her. Thank you. I'm just I'm just that good. Anywho, I'm just that stupid, dirty, dirty. Uh, speaking of dirty, dirty, let's let's get into the dirty, dirty <laughs> of this uh, topic. So before we even talk about this promotion, we have to set this up. We have to go all the way back to the 1960s. We're talking about disco, baby. Ooh, ooh, ooh. ooh. So disco really started to evolve in like the late 1960s, and it has its roots in African-American, Latin American music and gay culture. And then it soon kind of ended up getting into the mainstream in the 70s with stuff like Saturday Night Fever and some music by Barry Manilow and stuff like that. So disco music was kind of taken over, if you know what I mean. How do you feel I about say, disco music? I pick up what you're putting down, brother. Oh, yeah. Soul brother. Yeah. <laughs> That's uh, disco, right? Soul Brother? I don't know. I'm, I mean... Yeah, I actually... <laughs> it's I offensive. Think, Whatever I did, it's offensive. <laughs> yeah, you're canceled now. Um, disco music is very fun and has a lot of personality. I actually just completed work on an animated short film that I did that is uh, pretty heavily structured around some disco music. Uh, yeah. Bradley here has seen it. He's yeah. been one of the people giving me feedback on it through the process. And uh, so my viewers will eventually I will be plugging that film when it does release for you guys to watch. But uh, I enjoyed it a lot. And it's 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 very fun to edit with. I can at least say that. What's, what's Bradley? I have a question for you with Disco Demolition Night. Disco Demolition. You talked about all these great things that Disco had. Why would they want to demolish it? Well, the thing is, Disco, thank you for asking, Disco was getting so big that uh, rock fans at the time were worried that Disco was going to take over rock. At the time, the genre (laughs) racked up a bunch of Grammy Awards and rock radio stations were starting to transition into Disco radio stations. (laughs) So rock fans hated Disco and Disco fans were like indifferent to rock. They're like, it's fine, whatever. Um, So Queen's great. Yeah, Queen's good. Yeah. Uh, so in comes Steve Dahl. So this guy named Steve Dahl. Steve Dahl was fired from a radio st- uh, station WDAI in 1978 uh, when the station transitioned from rock music to disco music. Uh, and then Dahl it's in was Chicago, correct? It's in Chicago. Yes. Yeah. Uh, and Dahl was soon hired by rock station WLUP and started an organization called the Insane Coho Lips. Uh, that's why he called his little org. And according to an ESPN article, he called in an organization organized around a simple and surprisingly powerful idea. Disco sucks. That was basically (laughs) their entire thing. They hated disco. Wow. Yeah. And he organized many anti-disco events uh, (laughs) that involved throwing marshmallows at rival radio station vans, chasing the drivers through local parks yeah. Marshmallow. Ah, oh, your music sucks. <laughs> Marshmallow You're, fluff. Yeah. Here's literally the most harmless thing on earth. 
Yeah, well. Hey, man, we're rock and roll. What are we going to do? <laughs> Throw marshmallows at the van. Yeah. Oh, your van's going to be so sticky. <laughs> Our hands are so warm. They're going to melt yeah. the marshmallows. I can light a fire with these hands. Mm-hmm. <laughs> My hands are globs. Let's <laughs> do marshmallows at hand. Yeah. This something seems like this guy didn't like fun. <laughs> yeah, it's kind of a... Yeah, I don't really I don't get his hatred of disco. I like how he likes rock. I just don't understand why he I guess it's just the vengeance of the radio station. But they're also like the organization caused like near riots where like a bunch of people in they call themselves co-hosts. They couldn't get into a specific event. And so they like started like rioting or whatever. It didn't get to the point of a riot, but they just got a little rowdy. Um and Dahl marked the death of disco stars by destroying their records on the day of their death. Uh, so he was <laughs> ah, very intense whoa. about this. Yeah. Whoa, that's a little uncalled for. Yeah, I say this that's guy, very uncalled for, actually. This guys, guy was remember, really, really pissed about losing his job. Mm-hmm. Do you, that reminds me of, like, do you remember, like, five seven years ago when whitney houston i think died i might be getting this person completely wrong but like sony like it's like she died and then her greatest hits album on apple went up like by five dollars or something and everybody's like yo what the hey apple what'd you do and apple's like oh it's ours is an algorithm it just goes up when like the cd Price goes up, and then everyone looked at Sony because they're the ones who own the Red Star Greatest Hits album. They're like, "How did how did that happen? <laughs> That's fucking weird." <laughs> like, it's like, I had no idea that was a thing. It's fucked up. Yeah, it's like it, yeah, it like that's what he did though. Is he's like, "Oh, uh, Abba died." Fucking dying every <laughs> all, all of them died just at once. <laughs> all at once. Was, they did, but completely the, separate. It's crazy. That's the well, I was about to say that's the fucked up thing. They had a similar like American Pie situation, but no one no one really cared. Yeah, that that got covered up by the history books. It was like the day Abba died, and everyone was like, mm, I don't know. It was the day the Abba music died. It was the day taste came back. That's pretty much what it's really rocking again. I think they're still alive. (laughs) They're still alive and well. They made another Mamma Mia movie, so I think they're good enough right now. (laughs) They they obviously have enough, like, song, not enough integrity. When I was a kid, I was like, so I really like listening to classic rock because my grandpa really liked uh, classic rock. Oh, what are you, a coho? Are you a coho? Oh, yeah, yeah, boom. dude, I might have been in that crowd going ballistic. Maybe my grandpa was, honestly. That would have been pretty funny. Um, <laughs> you should have got his grandpa on the podcast. What am I doing here? <laughs> <laughs> um, but so, we, um, I would listen to a lot of ABBA. I liked it, because he would listen to it, so I would listen to a lot of it with him. And um, so, I would see ads for the Mamma Mia movie. And I was like, I'm a kid, so I see movie related to band that I like. I'm like, Mom, I want to see that movie so bad. And she's like, no, you don't. <laughs> no you don't you're, you're like 10 you don't want to see that movie okay you Mama don't and i was Mia. like why <laughs> it's about the music too. she's like no no just just stop and i remember that being like a constant thing like mom i want to see that movie and she's like stop stop you don't want to see it you're not gonna like it <laughs> have you seen it yet yeah i was about to say no i still haven't seen it i don't really have much of oh, you're, to you're you gonna know. love it you're gonna love it <laughs> i haven't seen the movie i feel like i would like it too it seems like just a classic musical, you know what I mean? It's just, it's a jukebox musical, but it seems the thing good. That's, but the thing that's funny about it is, do you guys know the plot of Mamma Mia? No. 
the okay, this is this is fucking ridiculous. We're taking such a tangent here, but I guess Abba's disco, so we'll get back to it yeah. later on. Abba, so the, the whole plot of the movie is like this gal. She like at some point she's like a late teenager or something, or maybe in her early twenties. And at some point she's like, I need to know who my dad is. And her mom's like, Well, could be one of these five people. And then it's her like meeting all these people. And that that's the plot? That's the movie. Yeah. As it's really like, who's my dad? And it's like, well, I had sex with these five guys. It could be any of them. Oh, so it's and then ma- it's like it's Mamma Mama Mia. Mia. <laughs> Here I go. I don't yeah, I don't know. 30, 30 rocks. It was the mother named Mia. I have no idea. I, I, I don't know. I feel like I haven't seen the movie, but I know that's the plot. Uh, <laughs> I'm going to. Okay, you guys go ahead. Keep going with the podcast. I'm going to do some research. I'm going to be a research buddy. <laughs> yeah. No good ideas. Mama Mia. That's the most <laughs> divisive Man, one we'll do. Or the at least unpopular one. Um, <laughs> yeah. So one, anyway. One, one, time, one time you should just do one where it's like the influenza vaccine. Horrible idea. (laughs) Penicillin. (laughs) Penicillin. No good idea. Uh, Coming back to this. So all of these events kind of led to a string of like anti-disco attacks in 1979. And there was like an attack at like a mobile dance floor that they had in Seattle. And there's certain events that happened in like Portland and New York City. And like we can all kind of agree that this is like rooted in homophobia. You know what I mean? That's the main thing I was thinking about the entire time. Mm. A bunch of like angry guys mad that this thing rooted in like gay culture is like, oh, they're taking away Elvis. You know what I mean? Like (laughs) taking away Elvis. Yeah. This is like, that's just the main thing. It is really funny. Elvis was straight as an arrow. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) He. Simple as a child. I mean, look at that shirt that he has buttoned down to his nipples. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, it's like yeah, yeah, this this is stopping me from enjoying my favorite male sex symbol, Elvis. Like this <laughs> gay stuff is stopping me from enjoying that. Um but it is very funny that we're talking about this on pretty much the day of uh the drama around Little Nas X's uh new <laughs> music video. Song. Yeah, we're <laughs> yeah, yeah, kind we're of related in ballistic about it on Facebook. <laughs> so, I mean I agree. Timing. I I agree totally that it is probably more um it probably is rooted in some homophobia and probably a little bit of racism too because like disco definitely started as like a predominantly black thing as did rock music i guess but um i think also it just really had to do with like disco was like literally everywhere on the charts yeah it was like it was funny because like as you said before those radio stations are turning over or whatever it just like felt like it was something that was maybe like out of their control. They had to get their little their little wieners tied up in a knot, and they were like, "I can't do this. This is out of my control." Yeah, and it's just another thing we have to take in consideration is that this was a time when radio was kind of the only place you could listen to music unless you yeah. had it on a record. You know what I mean? Like you totally. could have like yeah. rock records, but they didn't have like Spotify or Apple Music or uh, God forbid. <laughs> they, they didn't did. have Spotify. No, they didn't have Tidal. <laughs> they didn't have. Uh, <laughs> What is it? The eight tracks? We should, we should do a telethon for that third world country, the 1970s. We should we should give them Spotify. Let's let's give every African child a laptop and Spotify. Let's Rest in peace, 1970s. You would have loved Spotify. <laughs> would have loved it. Would have... Anywho, uh, let's get back into it because now we're getting to the cool part of this. Baseball. We're talking about baseball, baby. A home run. 
so now let's bring in the, the Chicago White Sox. Cut that joke out. That was a horrible yeah. <laughs> We're not to connect. <laughs> not, not proud of that one. <laughs> All right. I'll, I'll cut that joke out, but I'll leave you saying cut that joke out in. So. <laughs> just don't just don't put that after I make my joke. <laughs> yeah. That's why I say my own joke, and he's like, "Cut that joke out! Cut that joke out!" That Let's was just so start bad. from the beginning. Hey, my name's Bradley Miller. <laughs> Hi, I'm Frank Frar. I'm Lil Nas X. Fuck. <laughs> oh, hold on, I'm getting. Oh wow. You want to share that with the whole class? <laughs> oh no, it was just a uh, Amber Alert, but they said oh. like, "Hey, we we found the guy." You know what I mean? <laughs> hey, don't worry. <laughs> hey, don't worry. <laughs> We got it. We knew you were an amber alert to this. Hey, no worries, man. We got it. Yeah, that's basically what it was. Take it, e- take it easy, bro. Like it literally says, uh, with the community's help, we found him. Thank you. Yeah. Do, do you remember when Tr- Trump got elected and it was like the next day he texted everyone? Yeah. <laughs> that was that was such a weird thing. It was like, God damn it. Am I just going to get random texts at like midnight? Just dr- <laughs> Trump, Trump di- drunk texting all of America. That's essentially. I don't, I don't care. Like I don't just. I I don't care who what president is. It'd be funny if Joe Biden did too. Just like any world leader, just being like sending everyone in the United States a you up text, <laughs> sending like memes like when you walk in. Yeah, the when you walk in. Yeah. God damn it! How do I block this number? <laughs> how do I? Is that legal? Can I block the president? <laughs> no good ideas. We'll be right back. Anywho, back to the Chicago White Sox. Uh, so at least at this point in time, the White Sox weren't that good of a team. And mm. the organization, they knew that. So they were known for having kind of like splashy, big promotions to bring people in. Uh, so 1979, there was a scheduled doubleheader with the White Sox and the Tigers, mm. which is a pretty boring matchup at the time. People didn't really want to go see it. So... The White Sox, they partnered up with WLUP and they had a deal where if you brought in a disco record, you can get in the game for under a buck. Hmm. That's a pretty good deal. Uh, so, and they said uh, between the two games, Steve Dahl would then take all of the disco records <laughs> and then blow them all up to smithereens. <laughs> this was disco demolition night. This is it. <laughs> No, 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 no. Sorry. Okay, you do it again. Do you want to do it one more time? <laughs> Perfect. Uh, 15,000. So, I just oh, got to say, can you imagine like nowadays if like there, there was a baseball team that went, hey, guys, we're doing a promotion for this game tonight. And this one's for people who fucking hate Lord. If you fucking <laughs> yeah. hate Lord, you can come in here. We will give you, you know what's, five bucks off. You know what's oh funny God. about that is the Kansas City Royals, a couple years ago, they went to like the World Series. I think they would have won it. I can't remember. I'm not a huge baseball fan. But there was a radio station in Kansas City who played Royals like a day straight, I think. Because it was like they oh, won the that World sa- Series. That sounds, <laughs> like, that sounds like my personal hell. The reason I say if you fucking hate Lord is because I, I fucking hate that song Royals so much. It makes me want to. It feels like somebody's taking a cheese grater to the inside of my ears. I hate it with every fiber of my being. And it sounds so like, that sounds like my royal. personal hell as I'm That's playing that for a day straight. You, never been royal. You never been royals. No. Royals. I, what do you think? I like monarchy. <laughs> 
Monarchy, really? Gross. Sorry, I'm out here. That I'm a fan of a, a, a democracy. Sorry. Mom. Boo! This guy's democracy. Guy. Get him yeah. out of here. <laughs> Look at this thing. Yeah, this guy off ready. the island already. Yeah. All right. <laughs> with this, with this event, uh, what, what are the logistics here? Like, so in the in between the games, is he like putting out like dynamite proof? Padding so the baseball field doesn't get blown up. We'll, yeah, we'll, up get, we'll get to that. But essentially, <laughs> the idea is they'll put it all into one pile in one container and then blow up that container. We'll get okay. more into the the specifics of that. But 15,000 people attended the game the day before the event. Wow. The day of the event, 50,000 people came for disco demolition night people wow people were really up and like on this and the stadium only had a capacity for forty-four thousand people <laughs> and they only had enough security to take care of thirty-five thousand people i don't like where this is going this is not good this is not good at all no Wait, what's what math is that where it's like how many security guards do they have where we're like well we have 15 of us so i think we can take 3500 <laughs> <laughs> you need 3500 security guards <laughs> to take care of 3500 people who would win Thirty-five thousand baseball fans or uh, fifteen or Paul guys of badges, or t- oh, fifteen Paul Blarks. <laughs> Ooh, my money's on Paul Blark. Yeah, there's fifteen of them. He stopped uh, a, a, a mall robbery. Have you guys seen Paul Blark Mall Cop recently? Not recently. I've, I've I think it's it. a I think it's a funny movie, but boy, that story is flimsy. <laughs> yeah, the whole point of it, we're talking about it. We're literally talking about Paul Blart in my film class recently, awesome. saying the whole joke of the movie is that he's like portrayed as like this, like hero leading man, but he's also the like flimsy, like Adam Sandler type guy. So he's like the same, the duality of that same person. It's not a good joke, but that's the whole joke of it. (laughs) I think, you know, I I read a, I read a, I think Roger, Roger Ebert's review of that movie. He gave it like four out of four stars. He's like, you know, finally, like there's a comedy where there's a good person. You know, at the lead of it, because it's like apparently all the, <laughs> he had a really big problem with like, like dodgeball. Yeah, oh, Vince Vaughn's a dickhead. Like he just didn't like that. Like these movies are like, <laughs> when did comedy become so mean? It is. I mean, dodgeball I mean, is in my favorite movie. <laughs> hey, Bradley, it sounds like you can't dodge a wrench. That's all I'm saying. Hey, but if you can dodge a wrench, <laughs> dodge, dodge a ball. ball. You can yeah. dodge a ball. Thanks, Pat. <laughs> I'm just going to drop dodgeball references now. <laughs> Sorry, I'm, t- I'm turning we're into just gonna have cl- We're going to replace you with clips of dodgeball right now. <laughs> <laughs> Bold move, and Cotton. Let's see if it pays off. Back. back lines from dodgeball. <laughs> speaking of uh, dodging uh, balls, if you know what I mean, uh, back to baseball. The thing is, with this event, 50,000 people attended, but these weren't baseball fans this was a majority of people who just hated disco. They had nothing to do with baseball. They didn't care about the game. Literally during the game, there were chants of the crowd chanting disco sucks. Not during like the <laughs> event, like during the event of them blowing up, just like during innings and whatever. People were just chanting that uh, people did not care about the game. They're throwing empty bottles and spare records at the athletes. Uh, the smell of weed was pungent in the stands. Uh, some people said it was like, uh, what is it? 
uh, uh, the Woodstock. People said it reminded them of Woodstock <laughs> in that sense. Which is funny because on normal games, the Chicago White Sox, you know, with their d- crowd that usually loves disco, you could just smell the cocaine <laughs> pounding up. <laughs> that was the big thing between rock and disco is it was like, hey, we like cocaine. And it's like, we like, we like weed. And they just fought over that. Why can't, why can't they just My money's on cocaine in that in yeah. a fight. <laughs> I, yeah. Sorry, sorry, weed. Cocaine they'll is just, the edge. Yeah, they'll just get hungry after a little bit. <laughs> <laughs> I would fight you, but I'm just like, I'm so hungry right now. Anywho, uh, so the entire first game was played. The White Sox locked, uh, lost, if you cared about that. But here comes the boom. So it's 840. It's time for the main event. Uh, things were getting dangerous. Uh, people were getting rowdy. So security locked all but one gate to avoid people from entering in, which meant that there was 50,000 people locked in to <laughs> this stadium. So if the people thought like, oh, it's getting too dangerous, they couldn't leave. Uh, between games there was this big <laughs> some, garbage... some dad was like this is i'm probably gonna be able to afford to take my son to a game probably get to show him america's pastime we'll watch two games oh this is gonna be great and then take me out to the ball <laughs> they literally like I'll, I'll talk about that later but they used take me out to the ball game as a way to try to bring people back to be like hey and then they just didn't care about it <laughs> Um, hilarious. things were getting dangerous uh, I like the idea of this dad just like he's he's there with his kid um, and he's like looking around he's like dude he's like, hey who are you rooting for it's like oh I fucking hate disco man it's like <laughs> uh, is he oh, a shortstop what, what is he, who is he <laughs> disco so between the games there was a big dumpster filled with disco records rigged with explosives and it was set in the middle of the field just on the grass there was no wood underneath it, no tarp, no nothing. They just set a bunch of explosives to be exploded, bl- blown up on the grass. They just did it have like a big. That. Did it have like did the trash? Did the uh, garbage bin have a, like a big Acme logo on the side? <laughs> they should have. That would been funny. Yeah, would have. So then the explosion happened, and just records were flying all over the place. It was glorious for like three minutes and then uh, people stormed the field. And when I say people stormed the field, I mean approximately 5,000 to 7,000 people stormed this baseball field. (laughs) Yeah, it was intense. Uh, Anything shredded records everywhere. Yeah. Were they like these records aren't destroyed enough? I need kind to go of, finish yeah. the job. I need they to. hated disco that much. They destroyed anything and everything from like the batting cages to like any of the, the chain link fences, anything that could be destroyed. <laughs> they destroyed it. Uh, they stole things and uh, fires were set on the field. In <laughs> uh, fun fact, Ooh, actor wow. Michael Clark Duncan from the Green Mile was there and he stole a bat. <laughs> yeah. Oh, good for him. Yeah. Fun fact, you know. <laughs> Um, so things were getting rowdy by 908. The Chicago police in full riot gear came and there are 39 arrests in between zero and 30 injuries, which I don't get that statistic. How do you get either? No one was injured or 30 people were injured. We're not sure. (laughs) 
It, it's like it's like when you're a kid and you get hit by a baseball and you say, he's not really hurt. He's not really hurt. Yeah, just exactly. Keep, keep, stop crying. Yeah, it's a matter of opinion. <laughs> um, the second. No one game, makes me bleed my own blood. Dodgeball quote. Oh, now I have to go in and like find that quote. I'm not going to edit in. No, let's let's. I was going to do a whole bit where I edit in actual population. You, you bro. You've already got to replace all of my lines. That's yeah. That's <laughs> I'm just talking to can myself right this, now. Can we make this the most ex- like tasking editing process for Bradley? <laughs> yeah, this is a great episode to do at the end of my senior year of college. This is One great. Sec. One sec. I need to play all the Beatles music catalog right now. <laughs> oh, God. <laughs> <In the background. laughs> can you play uh, Aerosmith as well? Can you play uh, what's yeah! another? Yeah, dude looks like a lady. Why was it the first Aerosmith song that came that to my head? Why was it the first Aerosmith song that came to my head? This dude looks like a lady. Yeah, not like uh, not Dream what? On. Not, yeah, Dream On. Not walk this of. way. <laughs> I like Aerosmith too. It's like I like I'm not loving it. Not ragdoll. Like, I just like, that's like saying, oh, I love the Beatles. You know, Octopus's Garden, all the hits. <laughs> hey, Bulldog. Yeah, exactly. Um, so yeah. Anyway, where was I? Oh, the second game in a doubleheader was not playable under the conditions with the field, and the White Sox forfeited the game. I can imagine. Yeah. <laughs> so that was the event. That was the bad That's idea. always end. Yeah. Uh, so how did Steve Dahl react to this? Um, <laughs> the next morning, he said on the radio, I think for the most part, everything was wonderful. Some maniac uh, co-host got wild, went down on the field, which he shouldn't have done. Bad. <laughs> Bad. And that was his great uh, input. Yeah, that was his statement on. <laughs> Thanks, buddy. Yeah. Uh, well done. So that is Disco Demolition Night. Disco Demolition. That was the bad idea. But you know what's funny about this? I'm thinking about it. Like they they were trying to get like people to come to this double header that no one was gonna see. Right. And, you know, if I'm a baseball team, I'm thinking, man, I got to pay the hot dog guy twice as much money. I got to Like, you know, you got to pay all these people. You just just to keep it running. You know, you have to double your money. Right. Yeah. You said that 50,000 people showed up. They probably made their money for both games. Oh, yeah, they made money. But that's not what we're talking about today. <laughs> hey, this is a baseball promotion. God damn it. We this, they did great. Great ideas. <laughs> I mean, in the sense of like financially, yeah, it was a great idea. Financially, it was fine. Um, yeah, if you want c- to, civic pride was hurt that day. Uh, oh yeah. If I you just, want asses in the seats, then this was a great promotion. Yeah. They, that's I'm what they just, call me in the streets. They call me asses in the seats, Jackson. It is so baffling that like, and this is actually this kind of this kind of is a pertinent topic towards our next episode. Maybe so. Maybe I'm hoping that the next episode will air after this one. Um, that the week after this one, because I'm going to be focusing on like, you know, how like corporations like like kind of the image they put out with their promotions and stuff that they do with that. And like it just this one feels so negative. Yeah. Like, it's just so surprising to me that that was a thing that happened, you know, because it's so negative. Right. Like, seats, it's crazy. Bud. Mm-hmm. That's all they care <laughs> yeah, about. I guess so. That's all yeah, it's crazy. Asses and seats. So I have a question for all y'all. Hmm, There's what's a that? Little preface to this. Uh, so the White Sox owner Mike Veek left the team uh, a few years later, I believe, and he's been in charge of multiple minor league teams since. 
Uh, he held a similar promotion to this in 2014 <laughs> for the Charleston River Dogs, where they destroyed Justin Bieber and Miley Cyrus paraphernalia. Oh, my God. Wow. So I wasn't even, like, kidding, when I, basically, <laughs> when I said that. that, that yeah, when you were saying, Lord, like I didn't want to jump to this. But, yeah, they've done this. Um, I was going to say, oh if, you're, if you're in charge of a baseball team, what item or, like, thing would you destroy for a promotional stunt? Hank, we already have yours, unless you want to change it. Lord's <laughs> No, I'm confident in my decision. That you song, Royals, sucks. Do you know what's funny? Is that around 2014, that's probably when Justin Bieber and Miley Cyrus like turning the corner into being like actual music artists. Yeah, yeah they like true. missed the boat on that. Like it went from like 2008, like <laughs> perfect. But then it's like, wait, like, they, actually, they actually might be good now. If that was like a 2010 promotion, that would have oh, been perfect. Killed it. Would have yeah. killed it. Yeah. They would have murdered. <laughs> they would have just murdered people. Charleston, so who, yeah. who today. Like, what artists would work for that promotion today? I, I mean, easy, easy target right now. I just think Lil Nas X just with what's I was, was going to say, like, let's ignore the do easy that. target. I don't, I don't think like, he's worthy of Oh, well, that, well, no, no, that's not my answer. I'm, 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 I'm contemplating Hank's question. Like, what artists do we have nowadays? Yeah, because like mm. I'm trying to think of like Louis like, C.K. This is cringy. <laughs> that maybe that would be it. It's like it, maybe that's our version of canceling, dude. Maybe that was their version of it. They just didn't have. They, they couldn't weaponize their as stuff much. at baseball events. Yeah. But what if we take that? We take that, and if you have like something pertaining to someone who has been quote unquote canceled, like you say, like Louis C.K. or like if you had like DVDs of House of Cards or stuff like that, <laughs> you would take it to the ballpark and then they would blow it all up between games. That's my answer. I think that'd be I feel like that would actually do decently. Yeah. That'd probably do well. Yeah. What would I yeah. want to destroy? What would be fun? I don't know, like balloons. Like balloon popping. <laughs> no, you know what it is? Bubble balloon wrap. demolition night. No, bubble, bubble wrap. wrap. Yeah, we uh, bubble no, wrap steamroller night. That would be cool. I what would if, definitely go to that. What if the promotion was that when you showed up, we gave you bubble wrap? <laughs> that would Not be all. so loud. That would just you hear people be <laughs> that popping. Would be, that would be so funny. You're just like <laughs> you're like listening on TV and you just can't hear a single thing. Just pop up. <laughs> it's like it I sounds like, like a soda. Sound like What's going on? Gunfire. It would. Oh my god! <laughs> yeah, bad. <laughs> that would be funny. No, Where's the gun? We... Is it? It's everywhere. Where's what's happening? Chicago <laughs> riot. Please get called in again. <laughs> yeah, what would that I demolish. I don't want to destroy anything. Hank's right. It's just too negative. Yeah. Yeah. No I just feel like, yeah, like, why would you want to do that? That just, it's so, yeah, it's just so negative. It's like, why would you just want to be like, yeah, I want to just destroy somebody's artwork that they didn't care about. It's like, Especially why? at like a baseball game. <laughs> yeah. When it's supposed to be, you're just supposed to chill out and just watch the baseball Eat game. Eat a hot dog. I yeah. don't know about you guys, but it seems to me that destruction of property is America's pastime. Yeah. I'm Jackson Fryer signing out. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know what the, well, the, the bit is there. You signed That's, out. You can't talk anymore. Shut up. Yeah, you're, you're done. So that wraps up this episode of No Good Ideas. Uh, thank you, Jackson. We're sorry we can't have you talk for the rest of the episode. Uh, <laughs> uh, it seems like Jackson's screaming in a Zoom uh, for the audio listener. Uh, Jackson, I'm going to turn on your microphone again, real quick. Uh, is there anything? All right. <laughs> thank can't, you for can't breathe if i'm not talking sorry uh is there anything you want to plug 
Um, <laughs> you know, last time I was here, I plugged the United States Postal Service. This mm-hmm. time I'm going to plug uh, Jack in the Box. They have this triple bonus Jack burger. <laughs> uh, it tastes like a Dick's drive-in burger, kind of. From, oh, really? Uh, yeah, so I would just plug that and have one of those. <laughs> Or, or <laughs> so I'm plugging the triple the triple bonus Jack Burger <laughs> from Jack in the Box available for a little, limited time only. If you're feeling Jack- froggy, there's the quad bonus Jack Burger. That's not a joke. There's four patties. <laughs> Man, if is, is this if this podcast gets big enough, we're gonna try our best to get you a Jack in the Box Jack- sponsorship. God, my waistline cannot box. handle that. My waistline cannot handle that. You don't have to eat it all. You just be like, hey, go. You just basically do what you just did. Drew, Drew Carey has like a Budweiser partnership where like he has a phone in his house. And if he calls with that phone to like Budweiser, like this phone number, they'll just deliver him like kegs, cans, bottles. Wow. But, it's, but it's just Budweiser. What would <laughs> what would you guys want on delivery on demand like that? Ooh. Like Mountain Dew Code Red? <laughs> I think I, I eggs. I know it exactly is. what I'd want. I think I do. Hank Hugo first. Ice blue Gatorade, man. That ice, stuff is my oh, that'd life. Be good. That's a good it's choice. So good. Ice it's blue so frost Riptide rush. What do you mean? No, they're not. Blue. They're not. The flavors aren't colors. Oh yeah, I think it's not blue. Dude, I don't even. I don't even know. The, I don't even know the name of it. I see the color, and I'm just like like laser sight. I was like, that's what I want. No, I know what you're talking about. That's some good stuff. I don't because yes. he's. Tell me, just, I want. I want to know what the oil. name is. Okay, of it. Google time. Google time. Standard Gatorade flavors. <laughs> I, I think Gatorade. There's yeah, so many now. I think it's. I think I know what you're talking about. It's Frost Rip Pet Rush. I bet. Got Standard five on it. Gatorade. Flavor. I can't drink Gatorade. I get. It has to be the sugar. It has to be the light sugar one. Cool it's blue too much sugar for me. Cool, cool blue. blue. Okay. It's All right, cool that's blue. blue. All right, fuck me. I call it ice <laughs> blue. It's cool blue. <laughs> I said they aren't colors, so that one's just called blue. All right. All right. Yeah, exactly. Jackson, you're wrong. <laughs> uh, Back I, to muted. Yeah. No. <laughs> I know you. I, to answer your question, I know what I want. And I'm going to sound a lot like a particular president uh, that we've had in office recently. Um, but I think mine would be Diet Coke. I'm yeah. sorry. Yeah. To have a button that people would send Diet Coke. I'm sorry. It's, I think it's, apparently it's that good. existed before the most the the previous administration, before the Trump administration. I've read that that did exist beforehand, but that he used it a lot. Wait, the coat, the Diet Coke button, or he just drink yeah, Diet Coke? A I, lot? Think, I think I Wait, think there was a, a the president has a Diet Coke button. <laughs> Can Joe right Biden use to, it? Is he allowed to use? No, it? Joe Biden got rid of it. Apparently, <laughs> he Wait, got so, rid of it. So that means Obama had it. Is Obama drink? I don't know if Obama Diet used Coke? it. I'm gonna. No, okay, Obama, more Google Obama's time. like secret. Can you bring it? The the uh, <laughs> can you the bring in presidential like five liters of Diet Coke, please. Don't presidential. It's for Michelle. It's for Michelle in the Oval Office. <laughs> and do you like how I sound like a Southern person? It's for Michelle. <laughs> really good um, Obama impression. Thank you, Bradley Miller. That's gonna be on your gravestone. <laughs> <laughs> I'm horrible. Presidential I'm, call button. Um, I, I I said code red earlier. I think that's wrong. I think I would do. Um, I don't know. I like I like too many different things. I think mine would be just standard Coca Cola or Coke Zero. Coke Zero, actually, yeah. Coke I'd probably Zero. change mine to that. Coke Zero. 
I had that today. Porn. And it's you know, some, Diet Coke. and if you answered to yourself in the car, water, you're a nerd. <laughs> water? You're water? a nerd. Water? You're a nerd. I, there's someone in there who's driving, like, mm, I drink water. <laughs> it's nerd. Should they not have a sink? Nerd shit. <laughs> <laughs> well it's free you don't have to pay for it it's not like it's not like it's not like Brock Obama's like fuck here's a 20 <laughs> okay. selling you know what you probably have to tip the, that person uh, pretty well yeah fun for Any. the research of the coke button um, it was used by uh, Obama, George W. Bush and Lyndon Johnson however not specifically for Diet Coke uh, Lyndon Obama Johnson? would use it to order yeah it's old I guess um, <laughs> so Bill Clinton was like no Reagan was like, <laughs> no. <laughs> Lyndon yeah. B. Johnson says, was like, redeem it, it might this. Have, it, maybe, okay, maybe it wasn't the exact same button, but it was a call button. Um, so George W. Bush used it to summon White House staff. Uh, Barack Obama used it to order tea for his White House guests. And then uh, Donald Trump would summon a butler who would bring Diet Coke on a silver platter. That's Man. hilarious. That's Why? so good. He'd order, it's already he'd order tea? Yeah. Tea? If I was at the White House and I got offered tea, I'd be like, "Isn't this fucking? Didn't we? Didn't we throw this in the the water to get to get here?" <laughs> that's, like in, that's like getting in a limo and being like, "Do you want some gasoline, sir?" Fresh <laughs> <laughs> gasoline. <laughs> Offer me tea. Fuck out of here. Ah, speaking of uh, spilling some tea, let's spill the tea on uh, our socials. Uh, Hank, where can people find yeah. you? YouTube.com backslash Hank Farr. That's where you can see all of my uh, old animations and will eventually see my new one in a while because it's going to go to film festival first. And you can also find some of my game development work on the App Store and the Google Play Store and Steam and itch.io under the name of Little Brother's Turn. It's a fun game that's fun. And it's it is really fun. Go download it right now. Now. And while you're downloading that, you can check me out at Bradley with me on at basically everywhere tiktok twitter instagram youtube uh you can also uh follow me on cameo i got a, a request on cameo so let's go hey, me really and it, nice. yeah, wow it was from my friend asking me to shout out my other friend but <laughs> jokes on them they paid me five dollars so yeah you're a five dollar cameo too. <laughs> i'm not gonna, i'm not gonna charge any higher than that unless i get really Is popular it, but can you charge lower <laughs> Five dollars is where it's like the base. Like I'm making money from this. If I charge who, any lower than who that, is the most. <laughs> who is the person you're most embarrassed to see on the five dollar tier? Oh, I don't like know. Bob, I, Bob Saget, pick yourself up, man. You're worth more than five dollars. Oh, Bob Saget would be worth so much money. There are some like <laughs> weird, like oh my gosh, that one. He extra. was the third person voted off on Ink Master. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. <laughs> My sister needs to hear happy birthday from him. Um, yeah. You got a cameo once, so right? Funny. I did get a cameo, yeah. Yeah. As well uh, on I'll put cameo. Um yeah, I got a cameo from uh <laughs> Oh, I thought you said yeah, I have cameo. Follow me on there. It's <laughs> my only social media. Um no, I'm not gonna plug cameo. I had a great experience with it though. Um hmm. I'm um you guys can find me at your local Jack in the Box. Um <laughs> I'm there. Trust me. You just gotta keep looking. All right. Yeah. <laughs> How about right after this, we all go to our nearest Jack in a Box, uh, and then just zoom each other there. And just now that's just the Jackson. next bad idea episode, Bradley. <laughs> that's this is Jackson Fryer. <laughs> the, the new Jack in the Box uh, slogan is "Discover Jackson." <laughs> <laughs>
Discover Thank Jackson. Thank you for discovering Jackson Discover with Jackson. us today, everybody. Where <laughs> in the world is Jackson Dundee Fryer? How that works. <laughs> All right. All right. Thanks so much for listening, everybody. Yeah. Thank you for listening. Thanks for having me, fellas. Yeah. No problem. Bye bye. Bye. Bye bye.